Hello, welcome back to another episode of Resting Bitch Face. I'm Justine and joining me as always is Julie. What up, Julie? Hey, I always feel like I need to dance whenever we say intro. I know. It feels <laughs> like, like I get excited. <laughs> it feels like when you finally get to eat after you've been like hangry all day and you yes. just do that stupid little dance. Everyone knows. Yep. Everyone when knows have, exactly like, your, what we're doing. <laughs> like your chips and salsa, your little chips and salsa dance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Um, that's when I was watching Sister Wives and they were at Salsa Brava because I guess that's like the only place in Flagstaff will, that will let them film there. I was like, ooh, chips and salsa and fajitas and fried ice cream. Mm, so good. Mm. Do you like fried ice cream? I'm not sure I ever had it, but <gasps> I'm sure it's fine. I need you to do that. I need you to go out for Mexican and order fried ice cream as a dessert. It's an assignment I'm giving you. I mean, that's not going to happen because I don't go out for Mexican and not drink at least like two margaritas. Well, you can do that too. I'm not mixing tequila with ice cream. That's fucking disgusting. Do you do like a regular margarita or a frozen margarita? Just regular on the rocks. Oh, I always do like a frozen strawberry or something. Yeah, I don't I don't do that. Too much brain freeze for this girl. Oh, you want to chug it. Okay. (laughs) I got a frozen margarita when I was at Hogan's hangout in Florida. And I was like, this this will hit. It's a really hot day. And it was just like instant brain freeze and regret as soon as I took a sip. That's so funny. (laughs) All right. Well, so I sent you this video earlier or just a little bit ago, and it didn't show up for you. But it was this video on Instagram. And basically... What happened was, can you see that? Mm -hmm. I can't hear it, but I can see it. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Okay. What is this? Okay. So these young people went to check into their hotel and nobody was working there and they waited forever and nobody was working there. So they started working there. (laughs) They were like, answering phone calls checking in guests they even like served breakfast to the guests the next morning the hell why would they do that (laughs) i guess just like for a good time to have to have fun i thought it was really funny though but the fun the best part of it is the um is the like comment section i found some really funny comments i figured i would share some of them um La Quinta. So people tried staying at a La Quinta after being on the road for 14 plus hours. Nobody was at the front desk when I got there and I ended up passing out on the couch in the lobby. I guess the employee was on a prolonged smoke break because when I woke up three hours later to him behind the counter, stoned as fuck, didn't even try waking me up. So that guy's just like slept on the couch for free. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> you didn't have to pay for your room. Um, Let's see here. A lot of these are like people just getting super high this person said one time this happened to me when i showed up to la quinta late late one night literally no one was at the hotel they had no guests for the night apparently like where the fuck is this hotel that there's not a single guest in the entire hotel that's crazy um i was the only car in the parking lot found a master key and let myself into one of the rooms got up the next day and still no one put the key back where i found it and left 
What would you do in a situation? I would never even think to do something like that. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would just go to another hotel, you know, contact whoever I booked it through, get my money back, whatever. I would not do that. When I was on my road trip, when we stopped in North Dakota, um, the fuck was Bismarck, North Dakota was the city. Uh Shout out to all the Bismarck listeners up in here. (laughs) Um, But I stopped at this hotel and the worker it took him like 10 minutes to come to the front desk which that pissed me off enough like I'm sorry someone yeah, should yeah that's be crazy there. where was he no idea but then he's on the computer and I gave him my ID and told him I had a reservation whatever and this motherfucker is just on the computer for like 10 minutes not even saying anything just typing away Ugh. my mom's like uh do you can you find our reservation are we there he's like no you guys are here and he's just like going through and it's like update me like what's yeah, going on communicate what's happening yeah and it was so weird too because the reason I booked that hotel was because it had like incredible reviews so it was just like oh <laughs> it, it was a fine hotel to stay at for the night yeah. like after that everything was okay but it was just kind of an odd experience and you know no offense to anyone from Bismarck North Dakota but uh that town wasn't the vibes for me anyways so I was I was ready to get out of there but um that's crazy yeah hotels are wild like you wouldn't think this person said I work at an extended stay and this is so funny because some people sometimes people don't show up for their shift and the managers don't answer and so I just leave (laughs) until the managers answer and they have to come back because I'm not getting paid to deal with that so it's probably what happened here that's crazy yeah I, I wonder if the those I, I feel like they should be given like lifetime free stays at La Quinta or something because they just like jumped in there and like it's so funny because the one guy answers the phone and he was like actually booking doesn't pay us they hold the funds and then they transfer them to us because he was talking about like booking on booking.com and that that's legitimately how it works so these people had like some kind of experience in the uh, hospitality industry and they just like jumped in answering the calls checking people in like serving breakfast in the morning I mean I think it's a funny it's definitely a funny story to tell one day definitely I yeah. I wouldn't do that though I'm a major mm-hmm. customer service snob so like if you if I had that experience that you had I probably would have been like cancel my shit I'm leaving oh I, I totally would have but it was like after driving for yeah eight hours nine hours it's like yeah. it's like I'm not trying to like find a different hotel or whatever but you know <sighs> if I'm ever in the Bismarck North Dakota again I'll tell you where I won't be staying <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's too funny um oh I wanted to tell you I had an amazing interview on Friday for this company that I really want to work for so fingers crossed um it's like an interior design company and it's woman-owned Mm-hmm. And it's really freaking cool because it's not just like come into your house and like find cute vases and stuff like that. They do everything from like countertops, flooring, like more of the construction type stuff, cabinetry and all kinds of stuff. Um, the showroom is beautiful. The owner is super nice. And so is the person that I would be working with. I sent them like a follow-up email and then I got like, I got a response asking me a few more questions. So I really want it. And I never want a job. Like, I'm always just like, give me the job. I want a paycheck. Like, I just need money. But this one, I actually really want. So 
cross your fingers for me. Um, and then also on the other side of that, since I have not been working for the past like two and a half weeks, I think that's about how long it's been. Um, I just have to say like leaving a miserable situation will do wonders for you. Um, remember how bad my skin was a couple weeks ago? Like I had like cystic acne. I was breaking out so bad. Like, look at my skin. My skin mm -hmm. is like glowing right now. Um, I've already lost like eight pounds just because I'm not like sitting on my ass eating chocolate all day. I feel so much better. I have so much and en more energy. I've been going to the gym. Like I'm back into like my fitness thing. I've been cooking. Um, I mean, I just feel so good. And so I think that's just like a testament to how, if you're in a situation that you're not happy with, it can kind of like destroy everything. And it starts on the inside. Like your body is like rejecting the situation that you're in by giving you like the acne, the stress, the weight, the this, the that. Um, so, you know, that's my little PSA to find a different job. If you hate the one that you're in and, and do yourself a favor, take a break. If you can, if you can afford to, you know, don't be like me and just be like, fuck this shit and like pack your shit and walk out and wonder what you're going to do. But, um, you know, yeah, take care of yourself. It makes a big difference. Yeah, so, I agree with that. My PSA on that. Um, what have you been up to? So yesterday was football Sunday. Mm. The Bills won. What was the final score? It was like twenty-seven to three or something. Buffalo. Okay. Fuck. It's so weird. Every single game was like a crazy blowout. Um, but yeah, Bills won. Great game. Fun watch. Yeah, I was so was hungover, exciting. so I just like got up and made these like ham and cheese sliders that we had at Amanda's uh last week so I got her to send me the That's TikTok good. of course the recipes on fucking TikTok of course got yeah. her to send me the TikTok recipe so that was my breakfast that and mimosas and then um so it was good but the big NFL news did you see this Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game yes so she what is she's dating Travis how do you say less Kelsey Travis Kelsey yeah so, yeah, because I guess like a few weeks ago or a couple months ago or something, he was like, give Taylor Swift my phone number. He said that to someone or he was saying how he like wanted to give her his phone yeah, number. Yeah, he's, he's been very vocal about wanting to get with her for a while now. And then there's okay. been rumors that they've been dating. But I was like, there's no fucking way that they're together. Like, why not? No way. Um. OK, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know if I should even talk about this, but fuck it. I'm just going to say uh -oh. it. Travis Kelsey in the past has said he exclusively dates black women, right? Really? Taylor Swift is the complete opposite the, of the, a black woman. <laughs> yeah, the most opposite you can get. Yeah, the whitest white girl ever. Would he be into her if she wasn't Taylor Swift? Mm. Questionable. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I need to know. I need to go back and watch uh, his reality show, Catching Kelsey. He had one season of that. The girl who won it was on X on the Beach, the season oh, with it was like, like a, a competition show. Yeah, it was like a flavor okay. of love or like one of those. But oh, God. he was the prize. Yeah. 
him and his brother are so fucking thirsty. They'll fucking do anything for publicity. His brother just had a documentary come out about him on Amazon Prime. His brother plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, and his mom is the one that has the jacket that's like split in half. So it's like half for each brother, right? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Right, yeah. What are the odds that you would have two sons? in the nfl there's there's lots of brothers in the nfl what yeah there's lots of brothers in the nfl how is so that even possible jermaine like, edmonds I mean... he used to be a bill he plays for the bears now he, he played for the bills and his brother played for the steelers and they had a game where they were playing each other and the mom had the split jersey too like okay there's tons of brothers there's tons of cousins it just uh, seems usually athleticism like runs in the family, you know? Yeah. But I mean, like the, how rare it is to get into professional sports in the first place. And the fact that there's two, two of you, it's crazy. I just think that if you are making it all the way to the NFL, then it's usually the product of your family pushing that on you. Like mm-hmm. not saying like these people don't want it for themselves because they they do as well. But it's probably your family pushing that on you from the time you were even born. Like, yeah, they, they the, these people have been playing football. They're literally their entire lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, that's true. They yeah. know they know the second that they start playing high school football, if they have a chance of making it to the NFL one day. Um, and, you know, here in Canada, we have like the crazy hockey parents who like they make the whole kids fucking lives about becoming a hockey player. And I feel yeah. like in the States, it's like that it's football, football. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think it's amazing. I mean, there's I, I'm really I'm starting to get in my algorithm a bunch of those mic'd up football player moments that are so funny and I truly enjoy them. I love that. I don't know why it's coming up in my feed all of a sudden because I'm not really a huge sports fan, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And Travis Kelsey does seem pretty funny. I mean, do we like him? I fucking hate the Chiefs. Okay. So I I don't like them. Okay. Well, we hate the Chiefs. I'm making notes about that. Fuck the Chiefs. (laughs) You you tell me what to think. (laughs) Fuck the Chiefs. Who do we like? Who do we hate? I mean, you already got me turned on to Matt Milano (laughs) we obviously we like the Bills as a Bills fan you possibly can't can't like the Chiefs um but oh uh, here's the thing Taylor Swift this whole thing is for publicity it's not real no one can ever convince me it's real Taylor Swift has made her entire brand out of messy relationships and public breakups so you know they left they left the game together good for them they're both laughing all the way to the fucking bank And, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey may be a talented dude, but is he likable? Hmm. That's questionable. Hmm. He's funny, but, you know, from what I've seen, I don't know. I don't know much about it. Well, Um, Patrick Mahomes, like the quarterback for the Chiefs. Yeah. His wife is like the most hated, like NFL wife, like of all time. Oh, I can picture who you're talking about. Like, haven't they been together since high school or something? Yeah, she's got the blonde hair and she's like, you know, the 
she's just like insufferable and like one of their games like the freezing cold she I believe it probably was when they beat the bills for the AFC championship game maybe but anyways she had uh, a bottle of champagne and she was just throwing it like this on the fans and the freezing cold from her suite so everyone was like pissed at her they're like yeah sorry we're not in a fucking suite we're sitting out here freezing our asses off you know what I mean yeah She's just really annoying. His brother is also like a big TikTok person and he had to like ban his brother from coming to games because his brother would like try to fight like fans of opposite teams that were there. That's insane. Yeah. And his brother had this big like essay stuff come out about him recently. So um, whoa, a lot of controversy there with the Chiefs. But uh, yeah. So my friend told me that someone that her friend loves Patrick a friend of Mahomes. a friend of mine. <laughs> yes, exactly. A friend of a friend um, loves Patrick Mahomes so much that they made their child's middle name Mahomes. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't like him. I don't like the Chiefs, like I said, but like not even a good middle name. I would do Milano for a middle name. I mean, there's Mahomes. people. Like I'm in all these like Bills Facebook pages and stuff. There's people every single day who have kids who name them after Bills players and stuff. So, but like as a middle name, also I think it was a girl, which makes it worse. Yeah. Uh, listen, <laughs> <laughs> it is it is what it is. It's not good. You're just I like mean... signing that kid up for a lifetime of bullying. I know. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do you know about the Sir- Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas custody drama that's happening right now? Nothing. I didn't even know they had a kid. They have two kids. Oh, um, wait, I did know that they had a kid because the whole thing is he was trying to say that he had to bring the kids on tour with him because she yep. liked to party too much or something he was, like, like out that. Partying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was a big thing because of course now she's saying like this divorce came out of the blue and I'm dying to know what is on the ring footage because they said that there was like the last straw for Joe was something that he heard or saw Sophie say or do on their security camera footage. I'm fucking dying to know what it was, but that was apparently like the last straw and that's when he filed for divorce. So she apparently thinks It was kind of out of the blue that this happened. Now, so now they're fighting over custody because she's from the UK, right? So like she went to court last week. She was citing child abduction law and claimed that Joe refused to turn over the passports of their two kids. She claimed they had an agreement that the kids would live in the UK. And then he countered saying a judge in Florida where he filed the divorce said the kids could not be removed from the U.S., and that set up the legal battle so i people are getting super mad at him for not letting her take the kids but the thing is that unless you have a legal custody battle or legal custody um document with the courts someone can take your children from you forever 
And so I would be fighting just the same as him. I would be like, no, my kids cannot leave the U.S. You cannot take them until we have our custody order in place and agreed upon by a judge because she could literally take the kids to the U.K. And because there's no there's no document in the court system, she could never let him see them ever again because they're legally married. Let me tell you how I know this information, (laughs) (laughs) which I've already told you this story. I don't know if other people have heard it, but when I was 18 and I was dating my baby daddy, he had a daughter and of course he told me like, oh, mother's, she's a horrible mother. She doesn't take care of the kid. She's off horn around whatever. It's such bullshit. None of, excuse me, I have the hiccups. Great. Uh, None of that was true. So, but I believed it at the time because I was young and dumb and I was also pregnant. So I left to go to Las Vegas and got an apartment there and everything. And we had broken up. And then of course he like finagled his way back into my life. And he came out and lived with me in Las Vegas for a little bit. He brought his daughter with him. And I was thinking to myself, what kind of sick mother would just allow her baby you know, one and a half year old daughter to go across the country from Tennessee to Vegas and live with dad's new girlfriend. Like who just gives their baby up like that? Well, she didn't because after I completely broke it off with him and I got to befriend her and know the true story, I found out that he said he was going to take the kid to see his mom and she they were legally married that's a whole thing they were legally married he said i'm going to take her to go see my mom they got into a car and then you know he buckled her up and got into the car and then he said to her i'm taking her to vegas you're never going to see this kid again and left and she called the police and she freaked out and you know what there was nothing she could do because they were legally married And they didn't have a custody agreement in place. So he absolutely got on a plane, brought the baby to Las Vegas, where we lived for a while until we broke up for the last time when he went back. But people are so pissed off at Joe Jonas. And I'm like, absolutely, he should be fighting to keep those kids in the U.S. until there's legal custody in place to guarantee that he will be seeing his children again. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. It's so crazy to me that people are so against him and they they just think that he's like put a put this whole like smear campaign in place and everything like that. But you know, I don't I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's like trying to set people up against her or do you think he's being genuine? No, well, I haven't seen enough about it. I don't really follow this too much, but I agree with you. It's you yeah, he's I I don't know what he's been like saying about her. All I saw is that he said she like parties too much or something. Yeah. But well, and he's in his 30s and she's 27. And, you know, in these in her like late teen years and early 20s, she was on Game of Thrones and she was probably working a lot. Maybe she didn't get oh, the is chance that who to go she out and party. Is? Yes. Yeah. She played Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones. So she's like famous, famous. Yes. Famous, famous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not to me because I've never seen that fucking show a day of my life, but like, 
you've got it's so fucking good you need to watch it it's so good i have zero interest in that show (laughs) yeah 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 i get it but yeah i mean like she's she's only 27 they've been together for a few years they have two kids together and like i just think you got to get it out of your system party and have a good time but like don't get married and have babies and then decide you want to party now you're supposed to do that first that's the first part (laughs) like I don't know. Yeah, but celebrity life is so different. Like, they have so yeah. much fucking money and nannies. Like, they can do whatever the hell they want, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to be Team Joe Jonas on this one for now. At least for now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if he doesn't want... Like, if he's... If, like, what you said is true, where she could just, like, take the kids and leave, then obviously, like, what he's doing is the right thing. Because if he wasn't fighting for them, then people would have something to say about that, too. You know, like, he doesn't care about his kids, so. Yep, people will be bitching that he's a bad dad and he doesn't care to ever see his kids again. Yeah, he can't. I think it's honestly just because he's a Jonas brother. (laughs) Like, people have. And he's a man. Men can never do anything right in 2023. (laughs) it's true i mean i'm gonna get myself canceled i already (laughs) i already like way too many problematic people but i know well speaking of men who can't do anything right i watched the first episode of brand new cherry flavor this morning Mm -hmm. and i'm watching it and i'm just like just like a fucking man because the first part of the episode you think like oh this guy sees some potential in her um i'm not gonna like spoil this too much but basically This girl comes from New York, I think New York, out to LA, and she's got this amazing idea for a movie or whatever. They don't really tell us anything about it, but she's got this amazing idea for a movie, and she meets with this, like, hot shot, what is he, a director or something? Like a producer. Okay. She meets up with him, and he's like, like, oh, you know, it's great. Like, he gives her an advance. He's going to hook her up with someone else. And- you know, you think, oh, wow, this guy has taken an interest in this girl and believes in her project and wants to be a part of it. And then he fucking puts his hand on her knee in the car. And it's like, God damn it. Just like a fucking man. What is wrong with these people? Because it is so realistic. It's like, how many times as a woman, do you find yourself in a situation where you thought, that you are making your way based on who you are and, and, you know, and the creativity that you possess or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, some fucking loser puts his hand on your knee. Ah, disgusting. But yeah. I only watched the first episode and Catherine Keener is so fucking creepy and I'm into it the show is insane like the first episode is like okay this is normal but it goes like off the deep end in the best way possible okay good okay good because like I feel like you'd like it okay so for the first like half of the episode I was like okay this is interesting but at the same time like where's the horror like there's something a little bit creepy lurking in the background but I want this to get messy and then yeah. by the end of that episode, I'm like, all right, shit just got messy. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it starts like a normal show, but then it like it gets insane. I I'm excited. Yeah. And you also find out more about her film and you get to like see the short film that started it all in it. And, okay. Um, yeah, it's uh Okay, that's it gets, good. It gets wild. 
that's good. I have another recommendation, actually. Ooh, I, wa- yes. I watched this yesterday um, after football. Me. So it's called Alone at Night. I found this on Amazon Prime. Never okay. heard of this fucking movie before. I have no idea how I've never heard of it because okay. it's like produced by g Easy, and he's like in it for the first little what? bit of it. Okay. I know g Easy, g Easy, our problematic king. Yeah. <laughs> People mm-hmm. hate him. I, sorry. I think g Easy is fine. Um, he liked one of my Instagram pictures before too. So that's like a random flex of mine. Um, into you for sure. But he, so him and Ashley Benson are in this movie. She's like the star of it. Uh, Winnie Harlow's in it. Paris Hilton is in it. It's like very random and it's, wow. I love Ashley Benson. I have such a girl crush on her. She's, she's really good in it. So it's, it, it takes place during COVID, which I know is automatically like a, oh God Annoying. type of thing, but yeah, it's, but it's not really a factor in the movie. So she has to quarantine by herself in this like cabin in the middle of nowhere. They kind of vaguely tell you why, like she broke up with her man because she started doing cam, like cam girl work. Okay. So her man breaks up with her. And then her friends like kick her out or something because of COVID and she ends up living in this remote cabin just doing her her um her cam work and then okay and then some shit goes down basically but uh it's like it's kind of like campy and but it's good but like her acting is so good in it and um honestly I'm I'm just gonna be real like lately I've really kind of missed dancing and I've been thinking okay. about it a lot lately. And then after really? watching this movie, I'm like, fuck that. I'm never, never going mind. back to that industry because it just reminded me how fucking creepy some guys are and how sometimes you really have to sell your soul to them. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it really creeped me out. Okay. I'm excited to watch that. Is it a series or just a movie? It's just a movie. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so sick of series. Oh, speaking of series. I watched the Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, my son Jeffrey, mm-hmm. with the thirsty Skip dad. It. Yeah, with thirsty daddy Dahmer, making lemonade, sour lemonade. I'm telling you, wasn't very good. Not that good. You can skip it. Okay, good to know. So, you know what I did watch? Yes, I, I'm like I'm like three years behind on this, so you know, don't don't <laughs> mind me coming late coming late to the party. I watched the Murdaugh murders. I watched. I haven't watched that. Oh my God. So I watched because I saw that the second season came out and I was like, well, I never watched the first season. So I did watch all three episodes was so into it and then watched all three of the second season. Holy okay. fuck. I'm so mad at myself for not watching that when it was like big because that story that whole story and situation is just so fascinating and there's so many different layers to it okay I might have to watch that because that is one that I avoided that whole story just because it was talked about so much so I know like bits and pieces of it but I never really dove into the whole story because it was just kind of annoying how much it was talked about kind of the same thing like those uh co-eds in Idaho that were killed by that weird dude like I just feel like people the Idaho four or whatever like that just like people never shut up about that story and I never really wanted to learn everything about it 
you don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> I, right now I'm like the meme of like Zach Galifianakis like with the <laughs> With all the question marks in the background, trying to like, like do the math. It's like four college equation. kids that were murdered by this like guy, this weird guy that they knew. Okay, vaguely. I don't know. Well, with the Murdoch thing, it pulled me in because it starts off with the the one kid. They're talking about him and how you know how he would like do all this stupid shit, like drink and drive all the time because he just thought he could get away with it because of who his family mm-hmm. is. And then it starts off with, like, what happened in the boating accident and him, like, driving the boat drunk and, like, killing the one girl. So that was what pulled me into it. And then I was like, oh, there's more. More people die. Like, it it gets crazy. But so that that kid, Paul, who, who was the driver of the boating thing, they said that he would drink to the point of, like, you know, he would get the, I call it the no soul look when drunk people mm. are just, they don't even Blazed. blink. Yeah. And, yeah. He would get like that. And then they said that, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, I'm going to get canceled. But they said like he would twist his arms and stuff when he would drink and they would call what? him Timmy as his alter ego. And I'm like, they definitely mean like Timmy from South Park, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, I can watch that. I can get into that. Yeah, this um, family just had like so much power and stuff, and a lot of the- I don't even know who they are. Like, there's somebody in the government or something. Like, um, they were a family of lawyers, like oh, okay. really big lawyers, like g- generational, okay. huge law firm. Yeah, and they they're it's like this small town in like South Carolina or something. Right. So it's just like, everyone knows who they are. And it's so interesting when like they show the body cam footage and some audio and stuff. And as soon as the name gets brought up, like just how differently the police change their tone and it's so fucking scary and so corrupt. And I'm sorry, but the dad is the scariest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. You I'll know have what to they check say. What What do they say? Never trust a ginger. <laughs> oh, and isn't that one of them named like Buster? Yeah, one of them's Buster. And I, somebody, I, I might have might have been like Escape to Reality podcast or something. Somebody posted a picture of him, and I was like, looking like a dude named Buster. Like he looks exactly yeah like what you would picture a fucking guy named Buster would look like. <laughs> There's some dark Bad. shit that comes out about him too. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's good. Okay. They're also uh, going to be releasing a new um, story about like a new documentary series about Steve- Stephen Avery from Making a Murderer. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's going to be like all the shit that they left out in the documentary series in Making a Murderer. I have always believed since day one that Stephen Avery did it it just like there's too many fucking coincidences it does not make sense that this guy did not do it like he's a sick fuck he absolutely did it and so I'm actually really excited to watch the new one I didn't watch season two I watched season one of making a murderer and I was like this guy he fucking did it 
and people all like believe that he didn't but he did and so now I'm gonna watch the documentary series that proves that I'm right because he did Um, it yeah when that came out I remember watching like the first couple episodes and then just like falling off of it yeah maybe we could find something that's like a good overall I don't know I feel like these series man they're really whooping my like who has time to watch these fucking 12 part series all the time people love a good binge I love to binge but like I have other shit to do too yeah I like uh I like the ones that go by quick I don't like when they Mm -hmm. have to drag it all out like that's even the Murdaugh one like it's six episodes six like 40 minute episodes within both seasons yeah I mean the Jeffrey Dahmer one was four episodes but I just felt like (sighs) it was so much stuff that we already know It, it was interviews with people that we already know interviews about things that happened that we already knew and then it was like some audio sprinkled in here and there and it yeah it was interesting though because the audio that we heard that uh Jeffrey Dahmer's father and Lionel was recording he basically sounded like a really shitty undercover cop with a wire on like the questions that he was <laughs> asking him was it was so weird almost like he was a wannabe journalist or a, a really shitty undercover cop like the the questions that he was asking him it was just weird so basically he knew that he was going to end up using this audio for something in the future thing is like what other reason would you have to record unless these are well they're recorded by jail i don't know if they were recorded by jail or if they were recorded on lionel's side and if they were jailhouse recordings maybe the the jail records everything Right, but I don't know if you can petition to get that released to an everyday person. I don't know. But the well, questions that like, he was asking was like, I, I don't know. He it was, was just like in the in the Murdaugh one as well. They use um, audio from the jail. So I'm sure mm-hmm. the jail just like, I don't know. Probably there, public record. There might be like, sort. yeah, there know. might be like a CEO listening to this right now that's laughing. But I don't know. Yeah. Would the jail just like sell it to Netflix or sell it to whatever production company made this I documentary? Like, I don't know. But I don't know. It wasn't great. I bet you could like look up YouTube Lionel Jeffrey Dahmer jail tapes and just listen to the 10 minutes or so <laughs> that were included on these four episodes. Yeah, right. I don't recommend you don't need to watch it okay i want to watch you want to talk about sister wives that is something you need to watch yes i watched it this morning me too um i mean where do you want to start this motherfucker is so fucking infuriating like i just get angrier and angrier at cody like every episode i just get more and more pissed off at him So, I mean, we find out at the beginning that he has not spoken to or seen uh, Janelle in six weeks. That's a long fucking time not to talk to your wife. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And they go to Salsa Brava to talk. 
And he's just like a ray of sunshine coming in there. Like nothing's wrong. Asking her if he's going to get a hug from her. And she's, you can just tell like, she's just so fucking over his bullshit. She's so over it. I laughed when he went, ugh, cold water. It's the middle of winter. What is this? Because <laughs> he's a fucking he's sociopath who fucking drinks just weirdo. hot water straight. Not with a bag of tea in it or <sighs> anything like that. Like, just hot water. So obnoxious. I hate when people ask for hot water. And when you're working in a restaurant, it's the most fucking obnoxious thing. Because, like, then I have to go, like, heat up water for you. And I have a million other things to do. It's like, ugh, so annoying. But yeah, he he just acts like nothing's wrong. And I guess Janelle says that typically whenever they have a fight, they just kind of like let it go, forget about it and move forward. But she's not there this time. Like this was seriously detrimental to their marriage, this fight. And she doesn't want to just let it go and pretend like it didn't happen, which is clearly what Cody wants to do when he comes in to the restaurant. Like asking mm. for a hug and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, because you know he's used to being able to say and do whatever he wants, and yeah. he doesn't have any uh, consequences from his actions. And this time yeah. he does. I fucking died laughing when he was like, you know, I think Janelle is into me because I have really nice pectoral muscles and nice, and nice six-pack. I was dying. I was like, yes, I do. However. I don't I don't know how to say this without like sounding mean or offensive just say it it's resting bitch face we say what we want <laughs> I know I already said the ginger <laughs> comment that's in the back of my head that I- <laughs> should I edit that out fuck it no no okay so I think that Cody likes being the quote-unquote better looking one in the relationship I think that he thinks that um he's like I don't know I don't want to say better than her but I think that he thinks like oh she can't do better than me type of thing like like why did you have to bring up how your body looks he's in such a situation he's disgusting he's a narcissist well think about it this way like this is like how you guys always say that um the man has to be more in love with the woman for it to work Mm -hmm. i mean if you think about it this way mary janelle christine all were in love with cody he wasn't in love with them but cody is in love with robin like cody thinks robin is like a hot piece of ass cody likes robin and, more than robin likes cody yeah and yeah. that's why you know that's why things are working out a little different in that situation he also made a comment he's like well you know what Je- janelle doesn't know understand is that the reason i see robin's kids so much is because i'm at robin's house with them it's like yeah that's what everyone has been fucking saying for the last decade cody like you're always at robin's house with robin's kids and you're taking care of them and nurturing a relationship with them and you're ignoring your other wives and your other children yes it's because you're fucking present there and you're not present with anybody else like, he just made their point for them. Like, he really thought he was doing something there. Oh, my God. He is so stupid. He never even... And the fact that Janelle tells him, like, you didn't even call Savannah. You didn't call her for Christmas. You didn't, like, you haven't... And he puts it back on the kids every fucking time. He's just like, well, you know, they can call me. They can call me. 
It's not their fucking job to call you. This is why you shouldn't have so many children because you aren't giving any of them anything except for the two that you like the best. I know. I just wish that one of them would say that to him. Like, why did you have so many fucking kids everywhere if you weren't going to deal with it? Mm -hmm. But then that but then if they, they say that, then that also puts a little bit of responsibility onto them, too, because they're the ones that wanted to have this like outrageously big family with him. Like yeah. we can't all just have one or two kids. We all have to have like 10 fucking kids with this guy. Like it's yeah. crazy. I mean, the bot is like the honest truth is that every person in this situation, all four wives and one husband have all been incredibly irresponsible in their decision-making. Mm -hmm. because just the math ain't mathin'. like you can't have one dad and 16 children and think that all 16 of those children are going to have a healthy and personal relationship with their dad there's not enough time and there's not enough energy and there's not enough emotion to go around and these are choices that all of these people made they're yeah. all poor poor decision makers yeah I mean a hundred percent it's a it's a fucked up situation um what do you think of Mary's friend do you think they're friends or do you think they're more than friends oh you think they're like roommates lesbians co-workers <laughs> <laughs> uh wow I honestly didn't even think about that doesn't she is the friend married with kids or something I didn't hear that married with kids what is what does that really mean these days That's come on true. I didn't even consider that honestly um I was too busy rolling my fucking eyes at her saying oh I was a professional killer and Mary hired me with the for a contract and that's how we became friends and then she's like I worked I owned an extermination company uh -huh, you're so fucking funny well professional killer stupid but it's like a, it's like but, the kanye west meme of him like dying laughing and then just going back to the serious face and two seconds. yes exactly but you know what that's so mary that's so that kind of personality and sense of humor is so mary i understand yeah. why they're friends um I definitely think that Mary used moving the clothing business, LuLaRoe, moving it to Parowan was another step in her leaving. Like, I think all of these women were just like planning their escape, planning their escape. And it doesn't make sense if you're going to be like running back and forth between the B&B &B and, and such. Um I don't do you think they're lesbian lovers yeah Mary gives me like closeted lesbian vibes oh, no, no, no. for sure I, yeah for sure with Mary I just didn't know if her and her friend were lesbians yeah I could see, see it. I do my little dance when I say lesbians too <laughs> <laughs> I could I could see it happening yeah I I like really watching the earlier seasons I really did not like Mary I thought she was worse than all of them and then now yeah. in these current ones I'm definitely rooting for her to like say fuck you to all of them never yeah. talk to them again 
Janelle is kind of pissing me off how she's like kind of wishy-washy about if she's going to leave Cody like that's because he's manipulative because he like swings in there and tries to be all charming and stuff like that and makes her question if she's wrong for thinking of leaving I get it she's been with him for a long ass time but it's like if if it's been supposed years since you guys have had like the type of relationship that you want and your children are all grown up like how old Savannah she's like she's in her last year of high school or something in these seasons isn't she yeah isn't that what she said I believe so yeah so she's pretty much an adult at this point anyways too it's like what do you this whole oh it's my religion and I can't like come on yeah I think it's less of the religion and more of the holy shit I'm 50 and I don't have anything and what am I gonna do and how am I gonna make this work and I've spent 30 years of my life with this man like who am I what am I I'm about to have an empty nest I think it's like all of that type of stuff and not so much like the religion and everything yeah when she said that to Cody too he looked dumbfounded he like didn't know what to say back to her Mm -hmm. he was just like "Eh." because he knows that she's really been thinking about it that she's really considering it and um it's funny how christine was like you know the next guy i date is going to be like bald and you know just like everything cody's not and her man actually is by the way i hated seeing tony in this episode he makes me feel so sick why does everyone hate tony so much He's like such a disgusting little turd. I like hate that fucking guy so much. <laughs> just visually or just you think he's just visually Every, everything about him. There's not I can't yeah. name half a good quality about that guy. Like watching their wedding special. That mm-hmm. was some of this fucking most infuriating reality TV I've ever seen in my life. It's like. You can't even shave your little fucking beard. That's not even a beard, beard when you get wet. Like, yeah, he's got like five little pubes on his chin. Can't even I mean, shave that off for his wedding. Like, he's wildly unattractive. And like, I'm sorry, wildly unattractive. If I'm doing my first look with you and you turn around and you're like, you know, I don't like your hair like that. <gasps> Am I still marrying you? No. I've never seen their wedding. Oh thing. my god! So. What was the whole thing? She, he wanted her to wear her hair down and Robin wanted her to wear her hair up. And then, so she wore it like half down, half up. And then he was like, oh, you know, I don't like your hair like that. Or like something along those lines, like didn't tell her she looked good or anything. Just criticizing everything. You know, I don't like your body like this, right? (laughs) If that motherfucker said anything to me, like. I just can't stand him. I have Why no idea. Marry him. I have no like, idea what you, she sees in him. How how could you be attracted to him? I, I don't understand. Even Aspen's man, like any of their men. He's okay. They're all f- fucking inbred, fucking polygamy inbreded families. Like, come on. Yeah, they should be on that um YouTube channel. <laughs> What did you tell? Oh, the Whitakers. <laughs> Don't do the Whitakers like that. They're good people. <laughs> Are they? Oh man. Well, 
I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of this episode. It was mostly just the conversation between um, Janelle and Cody, which wasn't that fascinating. I'm hoping that the next episode is better. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to even think about what the preview was. Oh, uh, Christine and Janelle were talking and Janelle's like, I think I'm ready to leave. And Christine was Uh... like that crazy dramatic expression but you know <gasps> that bitch knew she's been knowing for a long time she knew yeah oh yeah for sure i love how her ig she's just feeding into this nacho thing she just like knows <laughs> that all of her fans like love it so good for her didn't she post about nachos again yeah her and uh her man they're commander's fans and that's the team that the bills whooped their asses yesterday so oh. i was just giggling in the back of my mind being like christine and her man are watching this game probably so pissed off right now i love it at least they had nachos um, yeah let's you know maybe she'll get a tostito sponsorship nachos sounds soon. good i'm hungry <laughs> i love nachos me too at oh. margaritaville has the best fucking nachos the volcano oh, yeah? nachos they're like the biggest portion of nachos you'll ever see in your life whoa so I good. love nachos, but you gotta like layer them. You can't just like have all of the toppings in one spot and then have all these like naked chips everywhere. You have to like spread out, spread the love, you know, yeah. spread mm-hmm. it around. That's all I got for main feed. You want to head over to Patreon and talk a little more? Uh, yeah. You got anything else? Y'all good? Um let's see no I talked about everything I wanted to talk about I uh I did my should I have said that this episode so that means it was a good one all right well you guys uh follow us at resting bitch pod at shore store pod follow us on patreon there's like 52 bonus episodes on patreon already so if you sign up now you're gonna have a ton of backlog so much juicy stuff to talk about last week we talked about <laughs> my my like thing that my my riser fell. Um, last week we talked about like a documentary that for a strip club that Justine knows about. And it worked um, out. it's okay, you can say okay, it. Okay, that she worked. <laughs> and then also um a little preview of a brothel. That the owner that Julie of the worked at. No, escort <laughs> agency. <laughs> that the owner of the escort agency that I worked at owned. So uh, there's lots of good stuff on there. So check it out, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.